Tonight I have a special guest in studio. His name is Gov Prince. He goes by the name of Gov Prince. We're going to get some Q&As and get some insight on this incredible artist that we're bringing out. Gov Prince, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much for having me, Shady Sadie. Glad to be here. Nice, nice. Ready to go. <laughs> All right, okay. Let me start out with my couple of Q&As. What has inspired your love of rap? Freedom of expression, um, being able to write what I feel and not have to censor it with what others thought or felt because I, I, get, to, I get to write it, I get to go to the studio, it's my opportunity. Okay. When did it begin in your life? When did you feel the need to have an expression through rap, through voice, through speech, however you want to get your message across to the world to the young listeners to the older generation because there's older generations that are now tapping into the rap world and giving a better understanding thinking of less than violence and all the other stuff we're clouded with through social media and youtube and videos of that nature what inspired you to pursue this um it was a hobby through school i knew i wanted to pursue it because um I was always fascinated by it. You know, I, I who wouldn't want to have, you know, bling bling, <laughs> nice cars, you know, always have nice clothes, you know, smell fresh every day. It just seemed like the life to lead. What I saw in it in terms of that was for the people I listen to, I respect their struggle so much. You know, my dad experienced the same thing with people selling crack, coming up, getting money going down, being on the bottom, all of that. I see it as a an opportunity to put a big band-aid over racial prejudice coming from the 90s into the 2000s. Um, we need more of that. We need more positivity in that and stop uh, setting boundaries and limitations to a certain color, a certain gender, a certain anything. Anything. We need to broaden our horizons, be able to speak whatever we feel hard through music, through dance, through movies, entertainment, through sports. I mean, if there is anything you could change in this rap world, what would it be and how? I would change uh, the social rhythm of knowing what authentic rap was 
versus someone trying to change the genre when it's already an original genre. It's already its own entity, its own thing. I just don't believe you can change it into something else. At that point, you're doing something else and, well, you'd be singing or okay. yodeling or something like that. Like, real rap is, is linear, it has a direction, it has substance. It's, it's a combo package, you know? So even when you hear, okay, here's a good example. If you hear Migos, as much as I hear mixed reviews on them, even though they're extremely popular, I think that people argue what their content actually is. And it's like, well, I think if you listen to any rap, you gotta consider that person's struggle first, you know, and consider that. And then when you listen to their music, you'll understand their content and their substance. And then I feel like you'll have a much, much stronger opinion, well, in the culture itself, because you actually know versus most of the world today where I can be outside right now listening to rap with, well, let's say a bunch of black folks, a bunch of black folks listening to rap on the radio, everybody dancing to the song, blah, blah, blah. And then I step off to the side and ask one person who sing this song. Now the mixed answers I get when I hear that can be very unsettling because to me, I find a bunch of people flagging. Like you don't really enjoy that culture. If you did, you would know who's singing this song to you. Like True. it's it's a, it's a part of social society where if politics is happening, as much as you can put it to the side, put it to the bottom, it's going to come up. Okay. So why avoid it? Okay. Has any pioneers of the rap world, both male and female, have influenced your voice to be heard? Has there anyone that's ever stepped out and just said, hey, if they can do it, I can do it? Um, I have a lot of influences. I think uh, what drew me to listen to rap was The Brat. The okay. Brat came out with So Functified and I think 1994. <laughs> and I went to California and was visiting my mom for the summer. J Jermaine Dupri was part Jermaine of that. Jermaine Dupri was okay. part of that. Okay. So it was Functified for all of y'all. Uh, give it to you the remix with Biggie on the video it was it was just all it was the imagery it was like this this chick is is rapping a song and she's at a barbecue and it's just it's just a barbecue but everybody here like rap so if a beat come on that's nice it's not yo you do it it's no somebody might just grab that and then now you have a whole cipher into and you know if somebody's lucky they got like a recorder or something to hit the record button and they got this gem that well nobody knows about until you tell people what about what do you think about this new age younger more rap artists they're, they're out here supporting and sponsoring and giving them all these things these images that we portray or these images that we see on entertainment as far as like YouTube social media what do you feel about the younger generation? Do you think that they don't really get the concept of what rap is really meant? No. And I say Correct. that I say that because it's like it's like being in high school, going to history class, having a teacher who's probably done everything you've ever done twice, having to sit there and listen to a student tell them, you don't know anything. You're just a teacher. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's the problem systematically with mostly everything, not just rap. It's just with rap, it's in its um, primitive form. You know, so what we're seeing now is an old story recycled with a brand new set of people in a brand new culture. I mean, to actually look at it for what it is versus 
what is portrayed as in the media or you know by people socially who just don't know I love rap don't get me wrong I have pioneers that I live and die by and I got some that I can't throw shade on because who am I this is a podcast this is freedom of speech this is where we can voice our opinions and give up and coming artists a chance to voice theirs through rap through music through entertainment through sports through all types of broaden the horizon not limited to just that but somehow the music seems to soothe the soul and I have been through that all my life I just feel like music just soothes the soul it by rap song instrumental yeah beats however it is out here like I said I'm in podcasts I'm shady but I'm doing some positive things in my life I'm changing it I want to hear the up-and-coming artists they need to get out here and step out on faith and put their music out there put their voice out there put their message out there however you need to get out there get it out there it's, it's really content based you have you have a lot of new rappers in terms of the general rapper where they're all in a group that want to do it because you can make a million dollars relatively quickly if people like your music but then you have people who love music who don't put a value on it so they always say it's not about the money and it's like well why are you doing it this was a genre created for people to express and expect something from it would you rather be an independent or signed artist I would rather be a signed artist because I just feel like for me, I'd be more successful in that arena. You know, I would go to a company and basically represent them based on what I knew, which was socially acceptable. And I could be who I am and ultimately grow versus trying to be independent and having a wheel in between people who probably weren't very into it. So it's almost like finding people who do it is far and in between. I got a bunch of people who are interested. They have ideas. They have all this stuff, but they have no go, no motivation, no real drive to do it because it doesn't really interest them. Like it's much more difficult to find crowds of people who want to be involved being independent versus being signed where it's already known. This company's already solid. Like in signing to Def Jam, if, if I met somebody today that said they turned down a Def Jam contract, I'd probably laugh at them. Like, you know, even if you didn't get the best contract out of that, that's Def Jam. Like, do you know the history behind it that? It opens doors. You have to, to, to compete with these guys who are so high in, in this thing. Why would you not do that? They gave you a smooth opportunity to be an elite. Would you? I mean, you could sign a Sony, <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying, or a That's what I'm saying. Like, Are you open to viewing other doors, other ventures? Okay, say for instance, you had a song that you felt was the one that this is the song that's gonna take me to the next level, to where I need to be, versus rap, however you want to put it out there. Yeah, you know it, and you're going to a big record, and you got this big contract you got this big interview yeah something that can make or break you if they said this is not the song and they're willing to tweak something that you've crafted on your own are you open-minded are you willing to allow the industry well, to yeah. hold you I, I i i i would allow that because they're already there 
So all I will be doing is adapting to a modern formula that they have because that's what's moving. That's that's what's making the money. That's paying the bills. You know, I have my own style and I don't believe they would bring me out of my element. I believe that they'd only want to change the sounds because there was nothing wrong with the lyrics. You know, we think you might can add an ad lib here or an ad lib there or accentuate something to fit a rhythm pattern, but that's what I do already with the people I work with in the studio. You know, if I'm with S1 and, and I'm recording with him and something doesn't sound flush, we'll go back and redo it. You know what I mean? Versus, yo, you can't do it like that. You gotta do it a different way. Right, like, right. I don't wanna <laughs> sign the people that are like that because quite frankly, they should write the music and then they should perform it themselves. I'm gonna ask you about your song, Drive Fast. How did you come up with that concept, Drive Faster? Uh, I had gotten to a point where I wanted to make my sound more signature. So I was trying to figure out what am I not doing even though I can do this. And I had narrowed it down to themes and I decided if I start writing my rap songs with a theme or some type of um, purpose throughout, it will make my songs more uh, detailed, more textured, more graphic. So in writing Drive Faster, I wanted to write a car song. I wanted to write a song where people, you know, listen to it and they probably were in the middle of driving. They were all already up, okay. you know what I mean? <laughs> and the song will come on and be more like, you know, kind of sliding through traffic or something like a driving song okay um and then beyond that um i've always wanted to be on a fast and furious soundtrack cool you know and have my song be the headliner and you know i i i I would love to do that i would be in a movie i do all that you know what i'm saying so i kind of i kind of did it like broaden your horizons you're ready to here's my dream song that okay well we're gonna take a break and when we come back we're gonna play the prince's single drive faster you're tuned into the podcast featuring your favorite shady she want me to just drive faster she want me to just drive faster she want me to just drive faster Drive faster, drive faster. She want me to just drive faster. She want me to just drive faster. She want me to just drive faster, drive faster, drive faster. Been around them corners, Nike on the pedal. This dumping that I'm in, what that's anything you next to? Bring it to the start, put your money where your parts. On my ride, I know it's track, the trails are dinging, whip apart. Yeah, I got insurance, I know you seen how I just flew in. All this other tuners need to look into improvement. Play on my ride straight, you better get the moving, cut the distance between as far. You looking like a doofus, I mean it's just a gap, finna get laughed like I'm cruising. I thought I'm slick, but it's that you see my oil oozing. Ignite a spark for a fusion, my car go to zoom and exhaust go to fuming Once I cross no confusion, I'ma start a riot, then I'ma get some cash My car is on a diet, see me dipping with some cash On my way to the bank, the sit this in the stash She want me to just drop faster, she want me to just drop faster She want me to just drop faster, drop faster, drop faster She want me to just drop faster, she want me to just Drive faster, she want me to just drive faster, drive faster, drive faster.
Fiesta Back to driving through the city in a high speed Probably need you a Ferrari just to stop me Cause if this shit go to get boring, I'ma pop screens Picture me in and hydraulics to make it squad lean I ain't finna park and sit for the second round of block For a California drip, feelin' like I'm Cam Block Punch a jet before the train and no, I didn't stop I switched to foreign lanes like some shoes and some socks Driving in my J's, driving like it's a race Ride like it's a chase, drop the engine on the base Head up for the checkpoint, go ahead and pull out your camera I'm too fast as Jess point, I'm a marvelous handler I'm swinging like a lanyard, I can't hear the switching gears Till I hit the straightaway, suddenly disappear If it's something in the distance looking really bright Then it's still a glowing from my pair of tail lights She want me to just drive faster She want me to just drive faster She want me to just drive faster T.O.L. T.O.L. That's Talk Out Loud Radio. I'm back with my special guest, the Gov Prince. We just heard his single, Drive Faster. What do you guys think? Y'all let us know. Y'all tune in once again to T.O.L. I'm going to ask you a question. How do you feel about the rap game now versus what we grew up with, what we heard, and all the pioneers? Like I said, once again, the pioneers before us. What do you feel about rap now? I think that uh, trying to explain this in the best way possible. <laughs> um, I feel like it came out. It it surprised everyone. Everyone latched onto it. Now everyone's doing it, and no one knows what the real kind is. So you hear so many people out here trying it. Trying it as in they're doing it, but they're missing something. Like, you got people who are doing it all the way. They're not missing anything. They might not have business behind them or resources. But some people just don't have it. You know what I mean? Are you open, like I said earlier in the show, are you open for constructive criticism? Is it okay if a person tell you that's just not the sound or the concept we're looking for to back you? Would you just throw in a towel or would you keep it moving? Well, I would keep it moving. I just feel like if I get invited to somebody's, you know, record deal opportunity and they decline on me, I don't know if I would have wasted my time or they wasted their time. That's a fair. So I feel like to get invited already is already a pass. If anything, I would decline before even going for my own reasons. Okay. See. I mean, I would tell them just because I'm respectful. I plan to see these people anyway. But if there's something I'm pursuing and it's out there and I have an opportunity, I mean, I would go for that. I just, I don't look at it like, let me use this company as a piggyback to get to the one I want. I'd rather tell a person it's the one I want. And if I don't get that. Okay, what would you tell the upcoming future rap artists or people that are trying to venture out into this game? What would you give them? What type of words of encouragement? What type of 
system would you follow or what system did you follow to get to the point where you're now ready to take it to the next level to be heard to take your voice out here and have people to hear you out because it's hard to get out here everybody's door is not going to open the first time you knock so what would your words of encouragement be it's the wild wild west you got to pick a job and stick to it and hold to it and be ready to be rattled at all times. If you're not rattled, you are either doing really well and no one can move you or you're not doing as good as you feel you're doing and you need to do more to get to the next, well, the next step. Okay. Who have you worked with or who would you want to work with? Uh, right now, um, I've been working with uh, Carnage the God. Um, y'all heard that out here, Carnage the God. He's affiliated with um, Bubba Sparks, uh, Alexander King, um, Slamerican. You know, there's quite a few people that that you know he makes beats for and does some mixing and engineering, and there's there's quite a few things. Gub, do you have any upcoming shows? Uh, I believe I'm supposed to do a show with uh, this group I've been doing uh, uh, music videos with lately um, on December 12th. Um, I'm trying to remember the location. Uh, this guy I know, Mario Pichi, has been doing hip-hop shows all over the place. And he hit me up. He asked me to bring the Incredible Clan with me um, to do a show on the 12th. I'm trying to remember the name of the venue. Um... I can't remember it. I have to look you it up. You will let us know where this is located so we can show up and show out for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do shows uh, throughout Pinellas County right now. Um, I'm not opposed to going to other places and doing shows. It's just, you know, my resources are out of here. So, you know, at the local shows that pop up at the Boom Boom Room or um, State Theater or... Uh, Turbo Ultra Lounge or, you know, there's a lot of different venues. I just did a, a open mic on Thursday night at Ichikoro. It's in downtown St. Pete and it's a Japanese ramen noodle spot. Cool. So, you cool. know, there's different areas where I, you know, do the local scene stuff at. It's just uh, it's difficult to say when the next show is because I don't have any headlining shows. Right. It's okay. mostly shows where I'm going to participate with other artists at a show. Okay. Where can we find your music? Where can we uh, find Gov Prince? Uh, my website is govprince.com. Um, I have my Northern Southerner album available for uh, people to check out on that site. Um, you know, if you like it, you know, it's on Spotify and Tidal and Google, uh, iTunes, iHeart. Um, even Napster, you know, I'm kind of all over. Siri recognizes me, so if you get Drive Faster and play Drive Faster, or you ask Siri, she'll play it for you. Cool. See, podcast world, it's everywhere. The music world, the rap world, the whole entertainment world is everywhere. I am very new to all of this. But will we see you in any movies or underground films in the near future or anytime soon? I'm in a an underground um, hip-hop movie uh, called Blueberry Dream. Cool, Mick I D. even like the name. <laughs> Mick D filmed it. 
Um, Mick D. Mick D. McDonald's? Nope, Mick D. <laughs> <laughs> um, he got this uh, mixtape out called Spinning Black Fist. It's really nice, man. I, I like, I like, I like his music. You know, he makes a uh, he makes really good music. But he he wanted to do a short film, and he wanted to do a hip hop short film based on um, the St. Pete area mostly, but. Pinellas County as a whole Shout in terms out to of St. Pete. Right, the bird. <laughs> different Shout artists bird. that come from out of there. So he hit me up last year and um he told me oh, I got a role for you to play in my short film and you know it's a few people involved and blah 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 and I just told him this is right up my alley. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I enjoy, you know, entertainment media and you know I went to school for a lot with the ITT tech. So, you know, I, I was all in it. And, uh, you got brains as well as rap skills, y'all. Y'all listen, y'all, y'all hear all this technological stuff we got going yeah, on? Yeah. You know, I was expecting to throw some shade. I, I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> um, but he invited me in on the movie, and um, I loved it. I, I, I just happen to know that with what we're doing with this movie particularly, um, we need marketing and advertising. So it's more underground where... We're just kind of waiting for somebody to pick it up, like it, enjoy it, for it to get its uh, local street buzz. And um, I actually have a DVD version of the movie that people can get from me if they want it. Okay. Here goes Shady again. I'm asking one last question before we say goodbye to our special guest, the Gov Prince. Okay, before we close out, is there anything you want to say to your haters out there? And if you do... Is there anything you'd like to say to your fans out there? Those are two questions, two answers. All the haters can keep hating. There's nothing else really to say about that. And then to my fans, uh, to the few fans I have that I actually know, uh, stay, stay tuned, stay posted. You guys know what I'm doing. So for you guys, it'll be a real treat to see me pop up on uh, BET or MTV or something like that. And then, well, let's just say I'll be new to the world, but you guys have been there, so. Well, I'm waiting to have a front seat. <laughs> I want I VIP yeah, yeah, yeah. treatment. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm pretty you cool. You expand my podcast out there to the world. You let everybody know. I Shady, am so Sadie. proud to have had <laughs> The Girl Prince in my podcast today. Thanks for having me today. Thank uh, you for thrilled. taking the time out. Thank you for coming. And once again, you have tuned in with the TOL Talk Out Loud podcast featuring your lady, the Shady Sadie. Good night. Joker systems are offline.